We always enjoy our conversations with psychologist Mike Mayer, and it's time for us to visit with him again. Dr. Mayer, good morning. How are you? Good morning, David. Doing well, and I assume you are, too. I'm doing well today. It's a day that's moving right forward. If we don't hold on to something, we're going to get left behind. That's right. Uh, So I'm just tagging along, kind of like, I don't know, a sea creature that gets a hold of a whale and says, I'm taking the ride. Uh, We're talking about connections here. I like this topic a lot today. What makes a good emotional connection between people? Where do we go with this? Well, you know, um, we have to start very beginning again. And the last uh, program I did was talking about uh, emotional security and insecurity. Well, this is very much tied into that. And I said I would mention some some ways to create um, this uh, an emotional connection or security in children. And but this information um, it really is is for adults too. I mean, uh, you can make this work for adults. And this information has been compiled by EQI.org site and also information they glean from living-library.com. So it's some of their information with my information uh, combined. I think what, what we, I'm going to jump right into it. Um, you know, all children need consistent, attuned, positive attention from their primary caregivers. And individual quality time is what makes kids feel valued. And this attention helps build a strong self-image. I'm going to mention that's one. I'm going to mention a couple of more and, and see where we go with these because each one of these is so important, David, that it really is more than just what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's real depth to some of this information, and and it's something that needs to be gleaned and looked at, and um, and and we challenge ourselves as parents as we're working with our children. Well, number two would be understanding our children as a unique person helps children to trust and and confide in us as parents. The more you know how your child thinks and what your child feels, the better able you should be able to to help them. Understanding of children makes sense. Okay. Then the structure. Parents who set ever-expanding healthy limits for their maturing children provide them with the safe spot that every child needs to grow and thrive. Teach them how to appropriately self-structure, learning how to deal with themselves. You can be too lax, which means no boundaries, and there are a few people like that, or too rigid, which doesn't give the child a chance to learn how to self regulate. Then we talk about expressed love. As parents, we must routinely demonstrate our love for our children um, throughout their early years and beyond. Uh, Research indicates that this essential input actually stimulates the growth of neuronal connections within the brain and those areas associated with positive emotions. So you help your children grow. Validation, that's important. Children need to have all of their emotions validated or supported when expressed to ensure their proper development. So you teach them how to effectively and properly express what they are feeling. Now, this does not mean that you agree. So once the feelings are understood, then you can deal with the issue. Hmm. So you have to realize, understand them first before you deal with the issue. Because what they're trying to tell us may be very important, and we need to know that. A child needs to be included. A healthy attachment to his or her primary caregiver is the first way that children learn to, to feel like welcome and valuable members of the human community. The core sense of belonging to the family group is what enables children to move confidently into society. 
this family again. So important. There's modeling. Children naturally take their cues from parents. Parents need to model emotional, healthy ways. And then the last one is children need to internalize the psychological traits of goal-setting and self-motivation. They need to learn to set personal self-expectations that are doable and give them inner satisfaction. So all of these are important for children. And then we get to the emotionally responsible caregiver. That's Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And if we as the caregiver having an emotional problem of our own, um, be it inappropriate anger, difficulty showing love, overly controlling, emotional withdrawal, or whatever else, we need to take a good hard look in the mirror and do what needs to be done. This is not only good for our children, but it's good for us. So I did that in a very short, concise uh, type of way to try to show some of the things that we need to do to make our children healthy. But, you know, each one of these, you know, we, we need to know how to, how to emotionally connect, too, as yeah. adults. I was thinking about what you just said, and if that happened, if the children were emotionally connected in a healthy way with the adult in their lives, be it a parent, a caregiver— you would have uh, that would solve a whole lot of the problems that teachers are facing in classrooms and that others are facing that uh, you know what that would take us a whole uh, big step towards getting rid of certain diversity and uh, inequality problems that we have as far as achievement is concerned that'd be you you would if, if that was done by all that would solve a lot of problems and that's kind of what I was saying when I first started. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a very important topic. Really, it, it has a lot of deep impl- implications because basically emotionally healthy families are key to emotionally healthy children, which in turn makes the world a better place for mm-hmm. all of us to live in. Indeed. And it's, I wish we could all do that. And, and, and maybe in some future program I'll spend a little more time on, on uh, practical ways to do this, too. And we look forward to it. Dr. Mayor, thank you. Thank you, David.